Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Men Anything. I'm your host, Emma Wilman. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for sending in your questions. We get to a bunch of them on today's episode with comedian, actor, co-host of the podcast and live show on the gate, my buddy, Derek Drescher. Derek's a friend of mine from New York. He and I get into it. We talk about the different gender roles that take place in prison when you're incarcerated, which he has been. I have not been. I should have been a couple times. I got out of it. Okay, I'm spiraling because I felt a little weird introducing that concept, but he really owns it and talks about it well. Sometimes just wanted to be careful with saying things sensitively. I get more awkward than it would have been if I just like came out and said it. Okay, we talk about gender roles at prison. See, how hard was that? Instead, I was like, Duh, sometimes sometimes some people do things where they have to do other things. And uh, so please excuse me. It's coming from a good place. It's coming from me wanting to be considerate and not wanting to mince words. So we talk about gender roles in prison. We talk about work-life balance in a relationship. And we talk about understanding vaginas. We get to the heart of it. Please send in more questions because there's so much fun to get to. And I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Also, I'm going to be on tour. If you go to www.imemmawilman.com, I'm going to be in Irvine, California, Kansas City, Vancouver, really all over the place, Indianapolis, Springfield, Missouri, Lots of places going all over. So I would love to meet you in person. And uh, yeah, that's all for me right now. Here's my episode with my friend Derek Drescher. Please write in at AMA at Betches.com. And as always, please rate and review, share with a friend. Thank you again. Welcome to the show, Derek. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to get to hang out with you because Derek is in one of my, I would say if I stopped doing comedy today, he would be one of like four comedians that I would still be friends with. Oh, that makes me feel great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You would definitely be one too. I appreciate that. It Thank you. It would be you. you. That's it. That's probably it. <laughs> I, I met Derek not at a comedy club. Actually, I met when he was a trainer who's training at a place called Con Body. Mm -hmm. We did the workout classes with a good friend, of a good mutual friend. And then over the pandemic, we would get brunch on Sundays. Yeah, that was wonderful. That was wonderful. There's yeah. something about a regular brunch that is just so We did it for a couple months. We did. Remember I, I was late the one time and you got worried? I did get worried. <laughs> I thought he got in trouble. I'm not one to usually get worried about that, but I thought um, I thought that maybe you something had happened. Because it was so, like we were just there. Even if right. we, because you and Karen were coming to the class regularly on Sunday, then we would go brunch. And even if you guys didn't come to class, we would still meet right. for brunch. Yeah. So I, so people know the gym that I was working at only hires formerly incarcerated yes. individuals. Right. Yeah. I got nervous even saying that. That yeah. was part of why I was nervous he was didn't show up because I didn't think he, he got like, in oh, trouble. Oh, got locked up again. I didn't know. <laughs> I'd be so worried. So they employ formerly incarcerated individuals and I learned, I kind of had an inkling about this, but if you know that someone has been incarcerated, it's rude to ask why. Right. You should know them for a while before you ask them. That. Right. Yes. And I remember, I think I just kind of like picked that up mm -hmm. there. And then it was a long time before I ever even asked 
asked you, I yeah. think, if I did ask. I remember you telling me. I mean, I've seen. And you could have said anything, too. You could have really fucked with me. Oh, for sure. I, I've like, seen other convicts do that. I can because you could have been like, "Oh, me, I'm the turtle guy," and I would have yeah, been like, "What?" And you'd yeah. been like, "Yeah, I torture turtles," <laughs> and then just left it at that. And then, yeah, I, I, well, I'm not gonna be like, "No, you weren't." Yeah, but I was. Uh, he wasn't the horse toucher. The horse, exactly. So there, there was a kid who was locked up with me one time. Well, they kept him separated <laughs> from us, but he he was diddling horses. No way. Yeah, and the owner caught him. Are you serious? Dead serious. Diddling as in putting his his penis in it? No way. I don't know. Think, but there's no way. So I heard he was caught on top of a stool trying to get in the horse. That's what I. That's what I heard. Because so the owner of the of the stable had like an idea that this was happening. How do you have an idea? Is it he, was the know. horse giving him some weird vibes? He's like, oh my god, are but you the, getting? The thing is this: if you're gonna, what's the thing? The, it, that is, oh, listen, <laughs> I don't. I, 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 I'm against all sexual crime and harassment. That's Same. like one thing. There is a hierarchy of criminals, and like you know, sex offenders are at the bottom. And uh, but the thing is this: if you are going to do something like that, mm. why would you risk it with a horse? I mean, if that horse gets its leg up. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because yeah. it's going to compel you back more than like a... And kick you across the stable. You know what I mean? I don't know. You That's, have to be specifically attracted to the horses, I would imagine. Because you're would, not having sex with a horse unless you're really into that horse. It's got to be some kind of uh, mental... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, for sure. Because there's no way you could have sex with a horse if that wasn't 100% what you wanted. Because right. you're going out of your way. Right. I later on I'll send you the articles just so I you know I can confirm this. Do you like, think he was could, just saying that to like intimidate you guys? But in reality, no, it was in the paper. Really, it was in the paper, and we knew when he was coming. God. The horse, the, ho the horse fucker. What was he not, like? I mean, I never got to see him. Mm. So I need to be honest. With you, I did. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to. Seriously, you got to do something to that guy. Imagine he's just some. You can't just let that slide. You right. gotta stand up for the horses. Absolutely. Yeah. Imagine he was just some like mild mannered friendly like total dweeb or something that's kind of like what i'm beat picturing the shit out of him in the yard start riding him around the yard making make him be a horse yeah. <laughs> you're the horse today yeah. how long ago what it was a long long time ago that you were in, in carcer yeah, right? uh so i had this august come well after january i'll have 10 years clean and sober amazing yeah good job that's incredible so it's been about Probably about nine years since I've been incarcerated. And my last stint was like for, I got picked up on an old warrant. I was already clean. Oh, so it, it wasn't, I wasn't there a... that long. But uh, I, the last time I was like, oh, I can't handle this shit anymore. Was it the same prison always? No, no, it's all, you get sent all over. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know how they pick. I guess based on what you did. Yeah, if you're a medium or max. Yeah, at all. I got, I was supposed to go to jail one time and from, I mean, could have, but I have some, from such backwoods, Maine, I got arrested. It was in high school for shoplifting. Did right. I ever tell you this story? No. It was. But did they misplace the file? They did. Like, would it keep it in a cabinet? Yeah. That's, for real? Yeah. Good. What a, what a great, I'm so good that I How guess that. How did you know that? I just, I had a feeling cause it's like a backwoods, it's a low population town. Sure. I feel like the court clerk was probably like 90 something years old. Right. And like married to the old judge. So it wasn't even in my, my town wouldn't even have a court clerk. I don't believe that's how back, so backwards, but I was a couple towns over and it was in high school. And I remember I had this group of friends and sometimes we would go shoplifting. And I don't know if it was just like 
okay, I can't I can't blame it on saying we were bored because that's not taking responsibility for it. I think with mine, I was always trying to find ways to act out, get a rush. Right, 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 right. And I think some it was something I thought that I could do. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like, that this is just all me trying to like buffer it. Maybe so I was just a gre- greedy asshole. Horse touching stuff. No, I, <laughs> I, I stole some CDs. Okay. So I was a couple times over and with my friend Tyler and I take a bunch of CDs and on my way out of the store, I took a postcard. Uh-huh. We go next door, we're eating ice cream. They the come get at, you. The kid at the store comes and he goes, excuse me, I think you stole something. Can I just have it back? I went, ah, you got me. I'm sorry. So I hand him the CDs and yeah. he goes, I thought you just took a postcard. And I went, he's like, oh. this is grand larceny now. No. <laughs> so he goes, Petty. he goes, wait here and I'm going to, I got to go get my manager and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And then I waited. Maybe 15, 20 minutes. What a good criminal. What an idiot. (laughs) My friend left. Of course. He he wasn't even in trouble. He was like, I'm going to go. And I waited. I just sat there, ate my ice cream. And they came back with the cops. They came back with the town like sheriff or something. (laughs) And then they walked me across this tiny little jail courtroom thing. Mm -hmm. And then I just sat in there. And I remember I had taken other stuff. And I took it out of my pockets. And I put it in the trash Mm -hmm. because I thought they'd search me. And then they came in. They said, we have video cameras in here. We just saw what you did. And I was like, I'm dyslexic. I don't, my parents just got divorced. I have stomach issues. I just started, I think I'm gay. I was rattling stuff off. And then they lost a file. That's, that's, so the day you were supposed to go to court or go back, it was like gone. It didn't exist. It didn't, yeah, yeah it didn't happen. But I was grounded for years. Yeah. Grounded. Back, back in the day, they would, they would keep the files like in a, like a file cabinet. And yeah. shit would get lost all the time. And that was like the big thing about Rikers. They like would forget about, people in there and they'd just be stuck in there they'd be stuck in there god it's life is a wild ride waiting for a court date and you're just they you're just in the gray area yeah you call the court the clerk and they're like huh right who are what? you who i've been here for two years and they, i was jaywalking yeah, yeah. And they probably don't have a you don't have someone you can't get a lawyer to get you out and then you're all stuck in it and all that well, usually yeah. what happens is you can't make bail right yeah right but they've changed that now. and they keep the men and women a hundred percent separate no, they let us hang out. Really? Fridays and Saturdays. No way. Um, yeah, oh. I'm joking. <laughs> but do they have <laughs> they have a mixer? Because well, I went to a rehab once and they would let us hang out, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to kinda. co-ed rehabs. Yeah, they were well, sure. kind of. I mean, there was like a... It, which, to be honest kinda. with you, is like not good. No, I, it didn't affect me due to the gayness. Right. So, but I remember there was a roommate I had that and she was straight and she was like, I got a, I remember made day two in there. She was like, I have a boyfriend. Then I was like, from here? She was like, yeah, and I was like, hmm. And I don't think it ended well for either of them. No, no. Usually those people relapse upon. Right. It's not going to, Upon you know, exit. Chances are. Well, the thing is this. You're not thinking about your recovery. You're thinking about this other right. addict that you met. Right. And get caught up in the high. In there, yeah. The high. Yep. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Let me ask you. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, scroll on TikTok, guilty, read a book, show up for a friend. What would it be? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we just had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. How are you going to know what to do if you don't even know what you want? I relate to that. I personally have benefited from therapy tremendously. It's been extremely helpful for helping me learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers me to be the best version of myself. I'm not there yet, but I'm trying. And now I even know what I'm kind of shooting for. My therapist once said to me, you know, you always spend so much time trying to win other people over. How about you try to win yourself over? Therapy isn't just for people who've experienced major trauma. It's for anybody that wants to process their life and just try to learn about how to be the best version of themselves. And 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This isn't another thing you need to stress out about. They will work around your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. All you have to do is visit BetterHelp.com slash AskMen today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AskMen. Okay, so we've got some listener emails, but before we get into that, Mm -hmm. just a general question we always like to start the show with, how in your lifetime do you feel that like masculinity has changed from when you were a kid to now and how it? your thoughts on it have like evolved or not? I mean, I guess it depends on like what I think masculinity is. I mean, Mm. when I was young, masculinity to me would have been like a man working. If he has a family, taking care of his family, not being a narrow back. What's what's that? A narrow back would be like a man who can't carry the weight. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, which, where does that come from? I've never heard that phrase I think phrase it was before. like an Irish thing, but it's, okay. it could be very disrespectful. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. You're narrow back. <laughs> doesn't sound yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So it's narrow? like you, narrow, like okay. back, you can't hold much weight. Huh, like you got a little back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you can't. You get, well, it's you, not fat phobic, which I appreciate. Huh? They're not calling you like, you're not saying you got a fat back, you got a narrow back. Narrow back. Okay. But just meaning you can't hold the weight. You can't right. take care. And, uh, you know, my father, it was every... To me, he was a man, you know, because he took care of his family, worked very hard, you know, more than one job on multiple occasions. And, you know, he made sure that, like, my mother had the nicer, the nicer things before, before him. And your parents were together? They're still together. Oh, wow. Believe it or not. That's amazing. And in this day and age, yeah, yeah. Everybody was getting divorced when I was a kid. How did he, how'd your dad communicate with you? Was he a good communicator? Yeah. I mean, I was a problem child, but Mm. uh, he was definitely a good father he was a good father he always spoke to me i remember like him coming home from work he'd be like hey bud and he'd have like a comic book for me mm. some some shit like that and then i you know after my grandmother died i changed but yeah that's what i would consider masculine to me that's what i would have strived to have been uh in the most positive light sure. and if looking at it from a negative light i mean i don't even think i want to horse fuck it yeah Horse fucking. Yeah, going into it. Yeah. Did it, when you first got, when you got in trouble that first initial time, what do you think it was that caused the ruckus? Like initially, I can't even answer that for myself. The thing that's wild too. Mm. I remember my father came to court because you know I got arrested, and uh, they held me in the precinct overnight. Brought me to court in the morning, and my father came. He was there, and I was like, "Hey, pop, you know, just can you uh, just maybe send me some clothes to wherever I'm going?" And my father was like, "Son." You're not gonna need clothes where you're going. <laughs> God damn. They're gonna they're gonna have like a jumpsuit. Right, they're gonna, you. Give, you yeah, they're gonna yeah. give you an outfit. Yeah. Did you but you already knew you were gonna go to jail then? Don't they have to like Yeah, I knew a- because I'd seen like other kids in the neighborhood get sent away. <clears throat> yeah. So I knew I knew I was getting sent away. Right. Which is just going to like kitty prison. Right. Juvenile detention. Yeah. Were there positive role models at the juvenile detention? There was this one guy, his name was T, John Thompson. Mm. And he taught me how to play chess. Oh yeah, very yeah, valuable. Yeah. So, and he was a, he was a good dude, and uh, he was definitely like a positive light while I was there because there was a lot of people that worked there that were negative light. They're just as bad as us. <laughs> They're just adult children. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. A one positive person can make such... I still think back of this teacher I had, Catherine Rousey, and she made such... I still remember to this day. It's almost sad, though, that someone that's positive stands out that much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I remember her, and then I had this... And she was amazing. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I had this super weird teacher who was so frustrated with me for talking in class. He bit me. He he bit you? Yeah. Like, Isn't that weird? That's very fucking so weird. So weird. And it didn't... I was, <laughs> I was at a Waldorf school. This is like child abuse. Kind of. <laughs> he bit you. The vibe. He bit you with his teeth? Yeah. <laughs> now, now. Where? The, the neck. I know that makes it sound weirder. I know it makes it sound weirder. I know it does. Now, it was in front of a lot of people. We were in like a, we were in a circle. Yeah, you were in class. We were in class. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in class and it was a, it's like a Waldorf. Did you, know, you tell your mom? I think so. She was like, what'd you do? Yeah, well, Oh, the, oh, he's probably, so brave. You probably deserved it. Absolutely. Well, he so I wanted to bite you my whole life. <laughs> well, bite your little vocal cords off. <laughs> but he, it was like I kept talking, and I guess he was like, "Hey, stop, stop!" And we we're sitting next to each other in like a circle. And then he he bit me, and I remember being like, "Hey, I don't, I really don't like that that your mouth like touched my neck or something." Yeah. And he was like, "You're right. I'm sorry." And he apologized. Really? Yeah. And I was like, "That is so weird." Jesus. I know, but it wasn't violent and it wasn't sexual, which I know sounds, cr doesn't matter. Either way, it is not Yeah, okay. well, there is three types of biting. You have sexual, <laughs> you have... Uh... <laughs> and then the third was whatever he did, but I never forgot it. So he was a, that was bad influence, and then I had the one you that was You have sexual, good. you have playful, and, his, and, and defensive. His was inappropriate, <laughs> yeah. but not like, but I remember it. Uh, yeah. You get a how, foreign how, how bite. How old were you when that happened? It must have been fifth, sixth grade. So you were like 12. Yeah, that will stick with you for the rest of your life. You will be Absolutely. laying down in your bed some nights ready to go to sleep, and that will pop in your head yeah. forever. And, and it ever. wasn't like there was no bite mark, but he did it in front of everybody, too. <sighs> and then you look back and you go, what What was everybody doing in this situation? Everybody was in the—everyone was in the wrong. I mean, sometimes now I'm around a little, you know, niece and nephew. They won't be quiet. And, yeah, I could see wanting to—but never a bite. Yeah, you kick him in the chest. You don't bite him. <laughs> right? Kick him across the room. something, something. <laughs> What was it like when, when in prison, when you got there, were the, did the gender dynamics, like, do you feel like people took on different types of gender roles once they were around all? You mean, did some guys become gay? That's what I was getting at. Oh, for sure. Really? Absolutely. But they must have been kind of a little something. Before well, well, this is the thing. There are men who become like, you know, uh, they're, they are homosexual. Right. But <laughs> when, when they... On the outside, though, they have like a wife and sure. kids and shit like that. So I would, low. I would imagine they're on the down low right. out there too. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've heard stories of guys be like, "Yeah, I wasn't gay till I got in here," and it's like, oh, no, man. Right. But the thing is, is that like, because I wouldn't be straight no matter how long you. Everybody me up goes for. to jail, you know. Like Jewish people go to jail, gay people go to jail. Right. There's all like so there was like I remember. Seeing guys hold hands, like walking around the yard and stuff like that. And those were the gay ones. They were gay. Yeah. Yes. There's marriage. I've seen uh, marriages in the yard, but it's like, it's not like an abnormal thing. It's sure. Just, yeah. It's just there. Right. Yeah. And people were friendly. But the thing is, is you can't really, you don't want to mess with the gays though. No. It's a lose-lose situation. Because they'll, because. God forbid, if he want <laughs> well, first of all. This is another thing too. It's like you know, guys who are criminals or they grow up on the streets are going to be tough. Doesn't matter if they're sure. they're gay or they're straight. Right, and maybe if they're gay, they're even got to be. But I will say this: there's less gays than straights, allegedly, 
in jail. Yes. And if you get into a scrum with the gays, it's like, what if they, what if they, what if they jump you? I mean, this is right. hard. This is going to be a hard thing to, you know, like live down. Absolutely. You know, oh, I see you know what you're I, saying. You know what I mean? Right. And also you really don't <laughs> want to get on the bad side of the gays too, because the gays know everything. They know, they know everything that's happening. Like they know if shit's going to pop off in the yard and stuff you wanna like be that. In, you want to be in with them in a way. You want to at least be cordial. Right. With the gays. Were they nice to you? Well, the thing is with the gays, what if they're like, they could be like, oh, that's why Derek sucked my dick. Mm. And it ha- cannot be true. It won't be true. Right. But sure, then it'll sure. be like, now everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then so. you're out there like, I did. And you never want to get labeled a sexuality that you're not. I, I feel. Well, the thing is too, is when I was younger, like homophobia was so rampant. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, it just, it just was. You know, now getting older, we're learning that, you know, the things we said wasn't. Super nice. I used to say things were so gay, but I, I think I was so scared about people thinking I was gay. So I'd be like, that's gay. Then right. I used to be like pretty crappy about it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, that's gay as in me's gay. Like I had gay friends, they, but they were like murderers too. <gasps> so I was like, you never, we never, <laughs> you never said anything to them. Of course. We're like, yo, Danny and Jeff are gay. It's like, no, no, they're not. Like, right. They're not gay like that. It's like, no, nah, dude, I'm pretty sure they suck each other's dicks. But they And they're like, well, they also kill people. Kill people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. Okay, what was your most feminine trait that you like about yourself? Feminine? Did you feel like you had to get into hypermasculinity while you were in jail too? Like, did it get like performative at all? I mean, yeah, there is times where like you have to, you know, uh, you know, you gotta, you want to protect yourself. Right. I mean, you puff up, you know. So yeah, yeah. There's hyper, hyper masculinity for sure. And then you also got to remember, jail is like a fucking what's the word I'm looking for? Pressure cooker. Mm. There's not much movement. Right. You know, you got these bun- You got a bunch of guys who don't know what's happening. You know, we're not all meant to be locked up with each other like that. It stinks. You know, it, it, it's, you know, just because, you know, not everybody's showering every day and all that. Yeah. So it's like something's going to pop off eventually. Absolutely. Guy's arguing with his wife on the phone. You know, something's going to happen. So, yeah, sometimes you have to, you got to, you know, be super, super masculine, super toxic, super physical, super violent. Mm. Right. But my most feminine trait, I mean, I get pretty bitchy when it's messy. Really? Yeah. What do you mean bitchy? I'm like, yeah, I don't like this. Like, this is not, this shouldn't be, yeah. <laughs> You get like sassy, like me, yeah, like <laughs> me and my girlfriend. We talk about it in couples therapy. She's like, you know, I'm so much more messier than Derek is. She's messier than you oh, are, oh for sure. Uh, I'm and I'm way cleaner than her too. She's a filthy, filthy human being. I'm the filthy one in my relationship. <laughs> I'm not saying like she doesn't shower and stuff like that, but like you know the plates, the glass. You know, what I know, I'm t- you know, I know what I'm talking about. That's what I do. I leave the plates out. Yeah, I so, gotta change my ways. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, this is nasty. Like, right? <laughs> no one should live like this. But also, in while you're incarcerated, like. If you don't keep your area clean, right. you they will beat someone will beat the shit out of you. They they call that being a Viking. Just another inmate, well? Yeah, well, or or multiple inmates mm. because it's like you know you could bring mice, you could bring roaches, and not people don't want that on the cell block or the tier. Right. So I remember one time we were like hitting this guy with bars of soap, and we were like, "Take a shower, motherfucker!" Yeah. yeah. You couldn't just toss the soap at him. No, we were doing it to hurt him. Oh my god. <laughs> To make him take a shower. Oh, that's such a scary thing to hit uh, hit somebody too. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like so many things have to you have to cross so many lines. Yeah. To also, I would think the soap would be kind of precious. 
Well, it's it was he just stunk. Mm, I get that. His and his cell was disgusting. I think mm. it's gonna once we see one roach, that means there's a ton of common oh mice. Oh my god! So yeah. my girlfriend has been saying with the apartment. Yes. Once you see run roach, that's it. That's it. It's a wrap. That's a wrap. So then that's why we had to move out. And back in the day, roaches were like a big thing. Yeah, same up. In they're, the- they're still now. But I remember my mom being like, "Oh, you're going over to this person's house. Do not take your coat off. Leave your coat on because if you take your coat off, roaches will get in the coat and they will come home with you." <sighs> but it's like you know, it's it's conspiracy theory right. shit. Just like Eric Adams saying that like teenagers were like keeping their guns and their stuffed animals. Sure. Yeah. He said that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was like a great cop, right? I did well, not. I don't, I don't know too much about him. Yeah. He was a cop for like 30 years. And then he he saw, he witnessed the animals, stuffed animals with, I don't know, man. Where he's I mean, I, I saw the infomercial he did <laughs> when I was younger. And then I was on, I was at like a dinner that he was at and like, he did it again. Like he said it, he was like, yeah, they're keeping the, guns into stuffed animals and like i he said it with such confidence Convic- mm. i was like he's maybe he's right he's got a point <laughs> yeah. that's a good salesman that's someone you want to buy something from now we have a segment called why do men mm-hmm. it's a time for a question from a listener our man today is my buddy derek check him out online he just had a couple videos go viral thank you You're welcome <laughs> that must have felt so good when that first one started clicking up in the likes well yeah i mean the amount of money i spent on it to get it done sure yeah do you, you know feel I mean? like it was all worth it yeah 25 million views Ooh, yeah. 25 million views 25 and a half are you 25 and a half yeah on instagram yeah. 25 million and a half yeah views yeah Ooh. Yeah. wow do you think about that when you're just walking around uh now that one is like i'm done like i I'm done with that one. Over I, it. I want the other ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? 25. Well, I was hoping that like that one, you know, seeing that one go viral, I was like, oh, this will drip down to all my other ones. Right. But it, it really didn't. Like some of them did well, but you know what I mean? Still, that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. Okay. Here's our dear Emma and man, Derek, 25 and a half million views, <laughs> Dresher. Why do men, especially in romantic situations, always say what they think we as women want to hear rather than just say what they're actually thinking? Ooh. That's a wild question. We got There's more. <laughs> Damn. For example, when you're dating someone new and you discuss what they're looking for and they say a relationship, even though they really just want casual sex, mm. is the goal just to say whatever they think will get us to sleep with them? Do they realize they're leading us on? Thanks, a frustrated bitch. Thank you for that question. Was that Kate? Did Kate send you that? That's his girlfriend, <laughs> no. But you guys uh, so gonna... the answer, the short answer to that is yes. I hate to say it like that because I've, you know, now I'm speaking for all men, but yeah. If that is what the guy wants, he's going to say those things to you to have sex with you. And then just for fear that it's like, well, yeah, how <sighs> I'm going to be honest. I've actually done that, too. But but in what I did was there's been a few, there's lots of times where I look back. I'm like, that should have just been a few dates. And then I made it into a whole relationship. But right. I think it would be like me tr- being almost more than sex, wanting to win someone over to the so I would say what I thought they wanted to hear, which is unfair for so many reasons. It was a conquest. One, it's a conquest. Also, yeah. I don't know what they want to hear. Right, right. Like right, I right. could have easily, they could have been like, "I'm just looking for sex too." Yeah. And if maybe I was myself, they would have been like, "Not only am I not looking for sex, I'm also not looking for a relationship from you." Yeah. But I was just trying to present myself in a way to make them like me, I guess, because I used to be so insecure that if I was who I actually was, no one would like me. When really, it's like. 
that's just part of the process of getting to know people. The once I got clean and I didn't have sex for a while earlier in my recovery. Mm. And then once I started to I, at that point, I was just like trying to be super, as honest as I could be. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not really looking for a relationship. And then sometimes I would still me and the woman would still hook up. Right. But for anybody who is saying that stuff, the reason why they are saying it to you and they because if if you're just meeting for somebody first time, it's like, look, I just want to fuck. Chances are, right, you're not. You know, they'll leave because a lot of times, too, you want to play into the potential of this could be more. So then, if someone's saying that, it's like, oh, I can't even have the fantasy of maybe. But also, couldn't someone be like, I'm not looking for a relationship, and then it's like they need to know what the vibe is sexually to then see if maybe they would want a relationship, right? Because then, maybe there's, some- I mean, there's a lot of pieces, especially when you're like an older person dating. Mm. I mean. You're just like, you know, is the sex good? Do I like speaking with this person? Absolutely. Do I like spending a lot of time with them? There's all this shit that, you know, that goes with it. Because also sometimes with sex, it's like you don't, part of it is like, like I used to love the idea of like, what's so intoxicating can be the idea of like potential too. Right. Even if you're just lying to yourself. So it's like kind of like play, maybe because it could be someone saying, saying it, they might actually this is another hard pill to swallow. It's like someone could actually mean it too. They could be like, I want a relationship. And then you have sex and they're like, well, I wanted, wanted a relationship. To. That does happen too. I would imagine sometimes with people after they have sex with somebody where like the attraction can just plummet. Right afterwards. Right afterwards. Like, right, like, and I mean like right afterwards. Yeah. I've heard about that. And like, what do you, you can't really blame anybody for that. Not at all. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, also it's like, yeah, that pe- I'll have that sometimes like with porn where I'm like, so sad I'm watching the porn. Then the second I watch the porn, I'm like, why, who, what, like what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Can't get the computer away from me fast enough. <laughs> yeah, Dis- disgusted. disgusted. Yes. Gross, yes. gross, gross, gross. Would they sneak porn in prison? Oh, for sure. I was always there's curious a, about there that. There was a magazine called Butt Man. Mm. Yeah. So we, we get that one. So back in the day. Well, so the the slang for porn while you're incarcerated in a lot of places is short eyes. Okay. But lo- a long time before that, short eyes meant pedophile. <gasps> yeah, because like short eyes, like looking. Oh, you gotta look down, down at the kids. Mm! I, and somehow, some way, it became the slang for all porn. porn. Right. I remember saying to my father, short eyes, one time. Yeah, I was checking out the short eyes, and he was like, "What?" And he was like, no, short eyes means pedophile. And oh, I'm, like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Short eyes means porn. And he goes, right. no, 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 no. And Uh-oh. we got to this whole thing. But yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. So they would have oh, that porn. in, yeah, they would have, bring it into the the prison? People would sneak in porn, yeah. The Mac, Maxims were big a lot sure. when I was in, but the butt man was like. And it was just all butts? It was like, yeah, just big old butts. That's so funny. That yeah. they, maybe because it was like, it's more applicable to gay and straight people too. So if they can only get one porn in, they're like, all right, everyone has a butt. Yeah, share this one. So we can go for, <laughs> we can go for our butts. Thank you for writing in with that question. And I understand that too. Why, especially in romantic situations? Because when there's times I look back to where I'm like, if I had just been honest, I would have saved trouble. It's trying to control the situation too. Yeah. You're escaping vulnerability when you don't tell someone the truth because then you don't have any chance of being rejected. Unfortunately for that person or for all of us, like, that is just something you're going to have to deal with when you're like dating. Right. I've had someone who. There's no getting around it. It just is like, and it's just hard. It doesn't mm. necessarily make it any easier when it, you're in it. But I always think there's a nice nod towards being like, but you're not alone. Just know that. Not alone. And you are going to do that to somebody one day too. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I had someone do it. To, I had done it a bunch. And then when someone did that to me, I remember just looking back and be like, that was so, it's happened two times. And I just remember being like, that is so shitty because there's just also a lot of other ways it could have gone where it right. didn't need to be the shittiest scenario. But then I've done that too. Like there's so many yeah. where they're like, there's a million points along this way, along this highway to say, to saying what you said, where you could have said, I'm lying. So many options. Right, right, right. And you just plowed ahead. Yep. I had, yeah. You got to taste, you got to taste your own medicine. Taste your own medicine. Yeah. And you go, mm. Mm. Now we've got a section called Ask Derek Anything. This is the part of the show where we try to get a little deeper inside Derek's mind. Okay. How has fatherhood affected your self-perception and the way you move through the world around you? Like me being a father? You've been a father. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not good at it. It's, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, it's, it's a lot to get into, but I, you know, the person, the child that I am the father of does not live in this state. Right. They live, you know, with their mother and their stepfather. It's such a huge, like, dude, the, the power of attraction, though, of what you've done by just, like, being sober for 10 years. Yeah. And getting sober while incarcerated and then keeping that sobriety when you get out of incarceration. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's a but, real, it's nothing compared to getting 25 million views on your video, <laughs> but that's huge. The thing is like with, even with recovery and all that, to some people, I will always be that person. Mm. And that's just, and that's just what it is. And you know, that is like, uh, something that I have to deal with and I, and I understand it completely. Absolutely. Because there's people who've done stuff to me that I don't care what they're doing or who they've helped that I, you know, I'll always hold like, you know, right. Some kind of, I don't even want to say grudge, but I'll just be like, eh, you know what I mean? You get so branded in your brain. The only way that, oh, the only thing you can do that is be like, I'm just not going to be that person anymore consistently through my actions. Right. How did you, when you had to switch from like being like, I'm going to now deal with things differently. Did, was it just like different life skills kicking in where you're like, I'm yeah. do my breathing exercises. I or? mean, even when I had like a year clean, I, it was still having like emotional relapses. Oh my God. I was like, yeah. Just, flipping off at the mouth threatening people saying all kinds of wild shit and then it was like it started to affect my life almost just as bad as drugs or worse mm -hmm. and it i was like i need to fix this it's more than just not being on drugs like now i have to really dive into this there's so many misconceptions about it too because when you take the drugs away it's not like bing it's like we've got all the things there's all the things in place that led to yeah you know your character drugs. defects Food, yeah. alcohol, anything you're using to like numb out and not participate. It's like, okay, how do we get here? And then once you take those out of the way, then it's like, that's also like coping skills too. Yeah. I was, had a show I felt bad about the other night and I was walking around. I was like, I just wanted to eat a bunch of donuts till I felt sick. And then I was like, what do I do if I don't do that? Yeah. Listen yeah. to Chingy. That's how I am with Cheetos. Right. Yeah. Now I listen to, remember right there? Yeah. So I was I like, like gonna, when you do that right there. I listened to that like 85 times on repeat. <laughs> Got a little happiness in my brain. Then I got, Emma. and then I got a couple donuts, and then I was good. But it wasn't like I didn't like make myself sick. Cause I was like, I was, I was like, okay, this is the this so chingy donuts, dopamine release. Boom. There you go. You know, I didn't smoke a cigarette. It was like a health, but it's like to what we're talking about. It's like plugging in healthier behavior. Yes. So you like that question right there? Like, unless I have another child with somebody else, and do that and do it right from there. Mm. Like I will not have what my father had which which is what i consider like a good man you know what i mean <laughs> you mean if you did it even if you did it right now if i did it now i mean you know i have to you know uh i feel like 
if you're not living under the same roof as your child, like, you know, you, you messed up somewhere. Mm. And I, I, I'm, let me keep it on me. Mm. You know, what I, you know, I messed up somewhere. And, uh, like, I don't even, I don't have contact either. So it's like, it's a whole thing. I lived with my dad and then my sister lived with my mom, but I never thought of my mom as less of a parent. It was more just like how the cards fell with right, where we right. went. Because it's like, what's the alternative? They're going to stay together? Yeah. They hate each other. Yeah, yeah. Hate. Your father really pisses me off. At the end of the day, though, like it was my mouth that got me into that situation. Mm. If I could have just shut up. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten bit. Yeah. Not to blame the victim, <laughs> but I wouldn't have been bit. You're in a relationship now with another comedian. How do you separate work from personal time together when you have the same job as your partner? Uh, I don't. Uh, you don't separate she's it? She's featuring me on, for me on the road, so... I've had that actually with Lexi where I've been at comedy clubs and like I'll, Lexi's my girlfriend where I'll have the per the feature if you don't know it's and I don't know why someone would I wouldn't have known either but it's like the person that goes before you when you do a long set and I'll be in the green room and I'll be looking at the person that's supposed to go before me and I'm like Lexi can you just do a little something something like we don't need to because like I think she's so funny and she's right. like absolutely not. not there's go no do five yeah go I'm like come five. on just do a little thing yeah. like do a little thing but do you get like do you get feel like protective when she's up there because like I know if Lexi was up there I'd be like oh my god like they if I don't want them to what if I'd be walking around like you would smile at her I mean don't I look at her breast with smile I think Kate is hilarious and I, I love to see her perform and I, I love to take notes uh for her for her set mm. and um we don't work the same clubs really we have been on the road before together though so right. like yeah but she's also kate has she's you know does her one woman shows right she, she writes a lot you know and she's also in the industry and stuff like that so we get we get our separate space yeah, with it for sure do you guys process if you have a show you don't feel good about the same way mm. that's a tough one when you don't feel good about it because i'll either now i just kind of Say, okay, on to the next. She handles that stuff in stride. Mm. She does. And I, I pretty much do now, too. Like, I don't care as much as I used to. But if it's a big spot and there was somebody watching and I'm not up to snuff, I get really, really upset. Of course. Somebody means, like, yeah. someone who could be, like, scouting you or doing something yeah, like that. Yeah, booker. Something, right. Yeah, and then, like, I'll just lay awake and be like, I can't believe my bum. This should be like, oh, you get him next time. Oh. Yeah. Did you, wasn't there some show you had? Did you do? Am I making this up? You had a show in front of a bunch of lesbians, and where they either loved you or they hated you. Oh, they hated me. Oh, it they was hated one of the you. first shows I was ever booked on. Right. <laughs> oh, what the fuck did I say? So yeah, I don't. I sent my like tape to this lady, and then she's like, "All right, this is the day." Blah blah blah. And I go, and she's like, "Oh, you're a man." And I was like, "What?" Right. That's happened to me before too. And I'm like, "Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, it's complicated." <laughs> I go, "I'm like, do I look like a woman, or right. did you think, you know?" And She's like, oh, it's only lesbians on the show. But did she watch your tape? Or yeah, I thought she did. Huh. So she's like, oh. and I'm like, yo, I came all the way from like East New York. Like I had to like take a train here and then there. And she's like, all right, you could go. I'll let you go first. And what did I say when I get up, got up there? I said. Uh, also, lesbians can be. A t the thing is this, too. It's also like whenever you're performing to a group of people that's a particular type, that's not the type you're used to being around. Yeah. Then it can be you got to build a different type of bridge. There's a lot of culture shock going on. I thought that they loved you. I got it no, confused. No, they hated me. I'm sorry. I ran out of there. I think I said, looks like the fellas are hating on me, but the ladies ain't. Okay. And it was all. That doesn't sound mean. No, it was bad. Okay. How shallow are men when it comes to things that a lot of women are insecure about, like wrinkles, pores, breast size, cellulite, and thigh gaps? How shallow are we? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm worried about that stuff too. I'm worried about my breasts. And, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting these wrinkles on the on my the side of my ear and shit. You know side what of I mean? Your ear. Yeah, like that's where you start to like droop down a little bit when you get old. Like Kate puts all that cream and shit on me. So much different creams. So I won't like remember to do it because I just don't have that as part of my routine. Like sure. I could make myself do it, but she's like, she'll always come like put like a cream on me. On my face and then That's like, love. on my and then like a sunscreen also. Very important. And today I put sunscreen on. Good when job. I went, yeah. Good job. It's a little yeah. bit. It's a little kind of the middle of winter now, but no time like the present. I mean, I get like Kate is. She's younger than me, but I do. Let me say, I can empathize with her, like on like the getting older thing because sure. I feel the same way too. I'm like, oh, when I had like a six pack and like all this shit came so easy mm. to me, like I was in great shape. Now I like, I, I have to watch what I eat. I have to make sure I, I move around this much. You know, I, I need to get this amount of sleep or I right. look like hell. You know what I mean? So I, I, I get it. In my head, I am 25 years old oh. right now. But then I'll, that's what I, I feel like I, I, in my head, that's what I look like right now. And then I'll get a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I'm like, fuck. I'm like the opposite. I think of my, I've got like a dysmorphia where I think I'm always way worse or whatever it is. And I look at myself and I'm like, eh, it's not. Yeah. Hmm. You're trying. <laughs> you're putting in some effort, you know, get yeah. that ketchup off your face. But, you know, you're trying. I mean, so yeah, I, well, so how was the question? I think again? that the, I think it was trying to see how, if, if, yeah, do you think that men are critical of women the same way women are critical of themselves? I can, I feel like they could be worse sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Especially if it's like, through a comment on social media. Oh God. <laughs> also, it's like when you put sexual attraction in the mix, I feel like then you're not looking at any of that stuff that we just listed. Right, right. So it makes more sense that people be more critical of it when it's someone who they're not sexually attracted to. Because second you're sex, let me tell you something. I've never been sexually attracted to someone and then been like, wait a minute, you're pores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Your pores, you have, they're, they're large. That'd be yeah, insane. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're in the heat of the moment, I'd be mm. like, I fucking, oh, give me that pore. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. pores. Yeah. Let so me, it's like let me kiss your mustache hair. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's doesn't it, the heat of the moment. None of this stuff is coming into. I think Cat Williams is a, one of my favorite comics. Had a joke about that with like the nail polish. Where yeah. he's like, no straight guys actually being like the toes and nails don't matter. Like whatever. Yeah. So I think probably <laughs> women are people who are not potentially sexually attracted to someone are going to be much more critical critical than someone who actually is sexually attracted. Yeah, I mean, I can't lie. I've done it myself too. Or like oh, uh, my buddy will be like, yo, look at this. I went out with this girl. I'll be like, ah. Just looking at her? Looking at her. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, it happens. I'll be like, one of her eyes is higher than the other one. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're just pointing <laughs> the stuff out. But I'm also trying to keep him down mm. to earth. Right. You know what I mean? Right, because he's like, look at this. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, okay. No, I see some imperfections. Right. Speaking uh, of looking, <laughs> one eye's up on the forehead. Yeah, one's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a whole thing. Why does her ear look like that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how well do you understand vaginas? I mean, every vagina is different. True. So, I mean, I don't. F one, I feel like once you think you you know it all with vaginas, like you you're locking yourself out because it's it's a lot like recovery, man. You're always learning. <laughs> You know what I, mean? I didn't could never in a million I'm drawing years a parallel imagined connecting those two things but yeah, yeah. totally I mean like there's all <laughs> there's so many different kinds of vaginas some people's like spots are in or on the outside some is on the inside mm -hmm. some are up some are down I mean I, I agree with that this I know the vagina I'm with now 
I'll give that shit. To, I'm a 10 on that one. That's right. Uh, but like, you know, if it's like a new vagina, then you got to give me time. Right. I got to learn that. A whole new vagina coming in. <laughs> yeah. I really, I agree with that too. The second someone seems overly confident in something about a, like, because even with any type of sex, I go, I can't speak to my, you know, it's, it's completely partner dependent. Yeah, right. 100%. It's, a, it's a dance between you and the person. I would never say I'm good at something or bad at something. I'd say it's all in the context of whoever I'm with. Right. Which if you say something like that probably means you're a little bit more self-aware and considerate, which is probably more likely that you could potentially be a good lover, but right, right, who's right. to say? I am being, uh, so f I'm 42, like I definitely, my sex drive is not as high mm. as it once was. For some reason, like six months ago, it went fucking bananas. Huh. It went haywire. Was it around when the video went viral? No, no, way okay. before that. Because I was going to say, because sometimes something else can kick I don't your know what it was I was, like I was drinking this ashwagandha coffee. Huh. I don't know if it was that, which is like some kind of special root. Yeah. From like Africa, I think it it's from. It's good for your adrenal glands. Yeah, maybe it was aphrodisiac. I don't know. But I was I was fucking like I was twenty five again. And then I don't know. I've stopped and the ashwagandha doesn't have the same effect Damn. on me. I feel like stress plays a big part in it too. I used to be way more hypersexual than I am now. Way, 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 way more. Yeah, I mean I could still get I like that's what was happening. I was hypersexual. Right. And Kate was like, yo, dude fucking this is getting nuts she's like i'm fucking late for work i you know we're going you're waking up at 2 and 2 a.m and and huh. and fucking me like this is you know this is getting crazy fuck right. it you're fucking me at eight right yeah and then it's like if she if she and god forbid we both worked from home that day oh mm. my yeah and then was there a specific moment where it just switched she i think what happened Cause she, that got, gets tricky. she got she got the flu really mm. bad so I couldn't have I couldn't have sex with her as much. Sometimes the more sex you have, the more sex you want to have too. Yeah, I, and then that can be like a loop. Yeah, but sex drive stuff it's and it's also a tricky thing to communicate about too because you're like I don't know what happened because like I had I, it, it just like can pop up where you're like there's like intimate there's so many things involved with sex. Yeah, and there's energy. Energy's like I've just huge. been on a very like I just want to rest. Yes. Type of thing. Sleep. Yeah. Key. Yeah. I'm gonna try that ashwagandha though. <laughs> Sometimes when you just feel a certain way, then you start looking for clues as to why, like to make it from the back end. Yeah, you know? I don't know what it was. Because I was doing that with my, when I thought I was sexually attracted to my therapist, I was like, well, she was eating sushi one of the sessions. <laughs> but like I've been around people a million times that have been doing that. It's nothing to do yeah, with it. Yeah. But you start looking back for what was different in my pattern. Right, right, you right, know? right. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you on a date? On a date? Because how was dating when you first got out too? Was that like? I mean, it was so weird. Mm. It was so weird. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, this I rem This is the weirdest thing that ever mm. happened to me on a date. Like a bozo. I love it when you say bozo. Yeah. I haven't heard you say bozo. You might be the only person I know that says it, and I've tried to incorporate it before, but I don't say, I don't, I don't know, there's a certain way you say it. Bozo, goofy, those are my favorite ones. I like the bo, I think you really hit the buh. Yeah, buh. Bozo. 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 So <laughs> I download this stupid dating app i was like living in a facility too it was like while i was getting clean you can have a phone in there yeah once you hit a certain um tier tier yep. yeah so yeah this is now i'm not in jail i am uh in uh what they call therapeutic community which is like a you go through that and if you fuck up there then you go back to jail oh my god yeah so at a certain, there's four phases with uh, re-entry being the last phase. And the first phase is blackout, no phone, no outside, nothing. And then you start to get some more privileges mm. by phase, 
late phase two, phase three, you can work. So I, I had a phone and I was allowed to go out for an extended period of time. Sometimes if I would be allowed out overnight. Nice. So I get on this dating app. I'm, I think it was Plenty of Fish. Well, I remember Plenty of Fish. Yeah. Shout outs to Plenty of Fish. <laughs> and that was one of the first. Yeah. It was Plenty of Fish and uh, oh, what was the other one I thought? I think Tinder was around too. Was it? Tinder was just cracking off. I yes, remember Plenty either. of Fish. Yeah, so Plenty of Fish. I, I go on a date with this woman. She lives in Long Island though. Mm. And you weren't feeling that? I was like, you know, I got to do something. Sure. You know what I mean? And um, we end up at her house. Do you, and are you upfront with her about why she can't maybe go back to your house? No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> not You're one like, the bit. pool's getting redone. But we, I go into her house with her and I'm like, I'm looking at the pictures and I see children and I see a man. Mm. She's in pictures with a man. And I'm like, and he doesn't look like just any, he's not like some geek. This is like, sure. a, this is a man. Right. Right. And I go, is it like, like, is that like your husband or something? She's like, oh, we're separated. And uh, I was like, oh, all right. And she's like, yeah, he was, you know, deployed mm. uh, overseas or, you know, he was at war and he's like got PTSD. And I was like, is he like overseas? here right now. I was like, is he overseas now? She's like, no, no, he lives out here. And I was like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. Like mm. I, I, cause I'm like, this fucking guy's gonna like repel through the window Absolutely. and like slip my throat. So I like faked a call. And this is before, I didn't even know about any of this shit. I was like, hey, mom, what's up? I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you got to bring me back to the train. And I was like on the Grand Concomo line. But that was weird to me because like, why would you leave those pictures? Sure. Because like, if I didn't see those. Of course. I probably would have had sex with her. Also, it's kind of like there's certain certain things you can take out of your room and then put back in. I just put them in the drawer. Put them in a, I had this, I had a... Um, How honest mm. she was was so weird to me. It was off-putting? Yeah. Like... Because was she like, oh, I have them up so the kids, when they come over, they can see their... Yeah, my husband was like... But a, it wasn't one picture, it was a bunch of pictures. Is this a veteran with post-traumatic stress? Like, come on, get the fuck? Like, yeah. You know? I had a vision board once that had everything I would want in a future wife. Mm. And I remember, like, goal, goal, goals. And I remember the person I'd gone on a couple of dates with, we were going back into my room, and I remembered, oh, my God, if she sees that vision board, she's going to see that, like, it doesn't line up. Right. So I was like, one second. And I ran up, and I took it off my wall, and I crumpled it up, and I stuffed it under my bed. But that's all to say, you can put the things. Back up. Put it back up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that was that was the weirdest thing. I'm trying to remember if I had any other weird. Oh, there was one date I went on where I, like, strained my hamstring. Mm, which, what's the hamstring again? It's uh, back here. Okay, lower yeah. butt. Yeah. So, and then I was, like, we went out to eat still, and I was, like, limping around. And she was, like, oh, let me take care of you. And... I was like, I stopped by like the gym, the old combody to like, you know, fucking just rest my leg. And she ended up having sex with me on the floor. Really? With the hurt with leg? With her leg. I was like, this is, and I was not like, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh no, please stop. But I right. was like, uh. I yeah. got to rest my leg. <laughs> yeah. Also, you're probably kind of not able to, you know, if you're, you don't want to re-sprain it. Yeah. It was just a weird, it was, it was definitely weird. Describe the worst person you've ever been friends with and why were or are you friends with them? The worst person. 
however you want to define that too. It doesn't mean like who did the what to the what. Yeah. I've had so many bad friends. They're just bad. <laughs> just, we're just We were just bad people. You know, you know what, what I mean? I always, my therapist always tries to reframe it where it's like, you know, it's it could be bad people or it could be sick people trying to get well. Yeah. Where it's like, or the things they'll say where, oh my God, I can't believe, where I'll dwell on being like, that was so wrong. How could I have that behavior? And it'll be like, okay, but you, sometimes it's like you're working with the tools that you have. Other times you're being a piece of shit. Right. But are you trying to go and grow from it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people are complex. Damn, this is a tough one. <laughs> this is such a tough one. Why would I? Why am I still friends with them? Well, sometimes I was friends with someone that was really shitty, but also I loved. There was we both. I loved talking to her about entertainment. Right. And so that was a strong bond. So I have a friend. I'm not going to say his name, but he fucking. Oh my <laughs> god! I was. I talked to him for like an hour this morning. I want to. Uh, if I was, to, I want to strangle him. Right? Like, yeah, he's just so fucking out there. But I know he's growing. Mm. He's also m much younger than I am. He's like, you know, 24, 25. And a lot of people are like, oh, he's a kid. I'm like, no, no, the fuck he's not. He's right? a grown man. You know, by the time I was his age, I'd already done four years locked up. You know, oh, so he, you were locked up when you turned 21. Yeah, I was. I did like three years in juvie. Mm. And I, you know, I did another year in my early 20s, a couple more years later in my life. So. I was like, you know, I'm like, no, the fact that we keep telling people that are 24 and 25 that they're just a kid. Stunting their growth a little I bit. I feel like it can be. Avoiding, I'll yeah. think of it like maybe their brains aren't, because when I look back on myself too, but I can only speak to how I was at the time. It also depends yeah. what you're trying to do. He Because he said to me, he goes, you're 40 years old, I'm 25 and you're, you're yelling at me. I'm just a kid. I'm like, no, you're not. Right. You're a grown fucking man and I'm going to speak to you like a grown man. I'm going to you know talk to you like a grown man. Level but yeah, up. I, I, I got to figure out why I'm still friends with him. Probably just because I fucking, <laughs> yeah. Probably just because I really care about him a lot, but he drives Could me be that. fucking insane. Insane. And then he's still friends with you because he probably you got that twenty five million video. Well, that those views and also that like I you know I give good advice and I you're could, a great friend. Yeah, and I could not judgmental. I could help you get back on Inspiring. that on that path. Yeah, yep. You know, I'm like a professional mentor for my job. It's True, what, that's what I do. Derek has another job that he does is working with helping non people, nonprofit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now we've got a segment called Who, What, Where, When, How. Okay. We already covered our why the men question. So now we're going into cover rapid fire of who, what, where, when, how. Okay. okay. Who do men not want to be stuck talking to at a party? Shit. This is a rough one. I know there's so many people. Can I, can I, should I just do it from my point of view? Yep. I fucking hate parties. <laughs> I really do. Like... I, like even me and Kate went to like a fucking destination wedding in Portugal, and I I like I really like her friend. Yep. And I and I and I really liked the guy she was she got married to. Like mm -hmm. it was a beautiful uh, event. It was a beautiful ceremony. But I was like I did not want to talk to anybody. And I was actually got kudos because they were like, "Wow, Derek is great. He like hung tough. Like people could tell." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, uh huh." But I playing nice. I'm like a. Uh, I want to just go home. I know. It's being an introvert. Yeah, so I recharge yeah. from being alone. Yeah. So I'll be like, okay, I'll do it. Yes. And I'll think of I'll do it. The I'll do it as a part. It's part of me being there for my partner. Right. I'll talk about. And I, and I, the other weird thing is I personally like making small talk. But for some reason, once I put into a party, I've yeah. met someone else's party. Yeah. So I'm trying to be an assistant to them at that. I, get, I, de I definitely wouldn't want to talk to anybody who's like 
talking about politics mm. and fucking shit like that. Would you rather have someone talk to you about politics or someone asking you a bunch of questions? Because if someone's nah, asking me a bunch both, of both would annoy me. Yeah, but if someone's <laughs> asking me a bunch of questions, I'm just like, ah, I'm sorry. I'll ask someone else a bunch of questions. Yeah. But they start going, oh, what are you doing with this? What are they? They well, get yeah. nervous. I fucking, you know, we both, uh, Ashley, Hesseltine, I remember she invited me to this rooftop party and she's like, hey guys, this is Derek. He was uh, incarcerated and addicted Oop. to heroin. And I was like, oh, yo, no. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> get, then, get to know him. And, and I was like, yo. Like, We've got some questions. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. could you not when someone, and that's part of the intro. Yeah, and I was just like, oh God. Geez. How was she introducing other people? Was she like, and this is Kyle. He likes lemon water. And you're like, all right, now I got to have way more questions than him. Well, she knew like we're both comedians. Right, and she right, just right. hit me with the freaking, I mean, it was pretty funny, but I was like, oh. She was probably trying to help out giving, just giving people talking points. But you're like, those are doozies. Yeah. Those are doozies. Those are the big ones. What do men get impressed by? Hmm. Big boobs, I would say. Big boobs, big butts, nice legs. <laughs> uh, uh, fingernails, I like them long. Pretty eyes, blue eyes maybe. Oh. Red hair. Mm. I don't know, I'm just going I can off see of what <laughs> Where do men learn how to actually talk to women? I think it's a trial and error thing. Mm. That's what I think. Because some guys will still get laid and they have no idea, and they're just assholes. Right. You know what I mean? I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. It's so. like if maybe they're, or sometimes if someone, I'll think of it in the reverse where it's like someone's like a kind of mean and then it's like, why would I have still been attracted to them? Because sometimes it's got to be insecure, like thinking that that's cool back in the day or thinking they know something I don't know. Yeah. And then you get to know them and you're like, oh, you're just mean. Just a mean motherfucker. You're a mean motherfucker. Yeah. I'm not into that mean. I like a, a kindness is key. Yeah. When do men call out their friends? Like call them out on their shit? Mm hmm You could do it either in front of everybody, which is fun. Right. Right. Or if you're having a more, you know, or you could do it, you know, behind closed doors or on the phone. But, like, uh, if their behavior is really starting to, like, have an effect on their life and how the other friends in the circle are looking at them. Like, I I have a friend that's doing that right now where mm. everyone's like, this motherfucker has lost his mind. And uh, I still haven't said it to him because... I know he won't accept it. Well, that's the thing, too. Listen, if, man, everybody's you know, talking about you. Right. You look like an asshole. Nobody wants to be around you. Fair. No, 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 fuck that. Mm. Everybody loves me. Because also when someone's defensive, what are you going to do? Some people just don't want to listen. Right. Which is sad. That's why you got to get to the breaking point where you go, yeah. I can't do it anymore. Well, the thing is, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't still be walking on this earth if I didn't, like, fucking open my ears up mm. and listen. And still... Still listen. I was telling a couple of my friends this morning, I was on the phone, JC and Sam, I have like, I talked to them at the same time on the phone. There are a couple, but I was like, you know, I'm just, it, it is a damn miracle that I'm still walking around on earth right now. Sure. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, friends, uh, you should call them out when the behavior is starting to hurt them. You know what I mean? Even if they don't want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, you, you, if you try once, if they don't, you know, I don't, what can you do? Right, it's yeah. like, it's keeping your side of the street clean so you can be like, I mean, easier said than done. So, yeah. Well, I tried. Yeah. How do men get out of doing something they don't want to do? Pretend to be sick. I got COVID. Yeah, COVID. Shit, COVID again! Uh, what do I do? What do I do to get out of stuff? Like, ever, what kind of, like, what? Uh, could be anything. That needs to be elaborated on. I had someone who, I think actually someone doesn't own, if they need to get out of something, I'm like, 
you don't need if to I give... want to get out of the relationship and oh. now I would say I'm gay. Okay. That's what I would do. Yeah, but then how <laughs> you, so then you have to stick to that. I would I would. Right. No, I'm joking. I'm messing around. I, I was just trying to be funny. Um I don't know. I like to do stuff. There is stuff I don't like to do. Mm. Like a shitty ass independent show that five people are gonna be. Of at. course, talking about doing a comedy show. Yeah, and then you gotta get out of it. Then so I'm, you big say, league. I'm gonna be like, listen, man, I got offered a big paid spot. Oh God. <laughs> so you'll tell them the truth or well, it could be true some days. Right. I say with <laughs> that stuff, we don't owe anybody any explanation. Because I've had, if someone cancels on me and they give me, like, they can just say, I can't do it. Right. And then can't do it. How Whatever. Right. But because back in the day, I used to give a whole, oh, uh, you know, the car, I'm getting in late. And um, I realized that uh, I'm a Sagittarius and <laughs> blah, 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 whatever. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, okay, like what? Just keep it moving and then reschedule or not reschedule. Oh, I have something good I can mm. say. So... <laughs> Trying to get so, out of something now. Ar- no, no, no. <laughs> arguing, arguing with Kate since mm. we go to couples therapy, which is great. Good I'll for be you like, we'll just save it for for therapy on Wednesday. Like that's how to get out of the argument. But then it comes, it come, but kind of becomes like, uh, what was that like mental warfare? Like uh, what's the word I'm looking? Psychological warfare because mm. it's like. We can't be threatening each other with the therapist. Like, right. wait till. You're gonna get Wait it. Wait till the therapist hears about this. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, I we when I have not wanted to argue as of late, I'll be like, let's just save it for let's table it and save it for save it for Wednesday. Yeah. Do you guys actually remember on Wednesday? Oh yeah. 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 It's good. It's good therapy. Really? I'm proud of both of us. Good for you. Yeah, I really am. We let it all fucking That's great. Hang out. That's a good therapist. I've, I went to couples therapy once, but I knew that it wasn't the right relationship that I was in. Right. But I remember being like, wow, if this was the right relationship, this would be incredible. Right. And that therapist was so, the person I was with was so such a wonderful person too. My girlfriend at the time, she was wonderful. The couples therapist was wonderful, but I just knew it wasn't right. You knew it wasn't going to work. I knew it wasn't going to work. But I'll tell you this, that ther- that couples therapist was so freaking smart. Yeah. Ours is a fucking genius. She was a genius. Connie? Yeah. No, her name's Carol. Oh, this woman was named Connie. She was a genius. <laughs> it's got something about the sea. Something about the sea, and you could yeah. only see her if you were a couple. Right. So I, there was a part of me that was like, I got to get a friend of mine. So I, they were in a couple. My therapist is like big on TikTok. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She got. She has. She got. She got TikToks, man. But she's good on TikTok. Too? I didn't know that when I when I got got uh, you know when when I found her for right. us. Yeah, but from I have yeah, since. Does she talk about therapy on TikTok? Or she, yeah, she, okay. it's mostly so she she specializes in like um, she you know works with with kids who've been in like foster care mm, in the system mm. and childhood trauma and and you know and couples. So she's like really well rounded. Because I have that whole inner child in me sure. that is like you know that was hurt and all that stuff. So yeah, got it. Sometimes someone's to go, "What's your inner child doing right now?" I'm saying yeah. eating Swiss rolls. Yeah, hiding. 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 I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> trying to stick my head out. That's why sometimes I'm trying to feel, if I get overwhelmed in the moment, I'll go, okay, I'm safe. But you got to pick up the inner child and hold them. Oh. Let them know, listen, everything's going to be all right. And then rob them. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, give me that candy. Yeah, give me that, <laughs> give me that kid. Thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people find you online? So follow me on Instagram at Derek Drescher and then follow on the gay podcast on Instagram and then subscribe to the YouTube. And then uh, you get your live show. We don't have a date, but it will be there. And then uh, on the gate Patreon, you don't get any content, but I need money. 
So, <laughs> so there you go. So support. Appreciate yes. that honesty. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Ask me anything. Please DM me at Emma Wilman on Instagram. Email your questions to AMA at Betches.com. For our next guest, leave us any thoughts you have about today's episode. And you can do a voicemail at 201-754-8351. I'll talk to you next week when we ask men anything. Ask Men Anything is produced by Sean Kilby and Rebecca Steinberg. Editing by Jazz Zapatos, Rebecca Steinberg, and Shannon Sasson. Guest booking by Anna Zagzag. Send your emails to ama at betches.com. Betches.